Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm know sure what somebody's they call written it? that one. with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? Boy, with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome back to superheroes speak i'm your host dave and john jd you guys don't seem excited we're starting off 2023 Woo! i saw a meme that says this is the year of the rabbit it should be much better than 2022 and behind was a picture of the rabbit with a skull next to it and the blood on its <laughs> my kind of rabbit have and, you seen and the, the meme? python crew yelling run away have you seen the meme where you take 2021 2022 2023 and you add all the numbers together six 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 yep so that is not the way the ancients use numbers. I know. That's not how numerology works. We know. But, well, numerology doesn't actually work to begin with. So, like, the rules are kind of open to interpretation. Well, depends on who you ask. Hmm. I don't know much about numerology. I just know that there's a lot of people who believe in it. You know, 666, the number of the beast, is the best album from... <laughs> From Iron Maiden. From Iron Maiden, thank you. Even the number 666 was a mistranslation of some ancient Babylonian term for Satan, for for demon, which was later co-opted. Like, it just, it it was all... Nero. Nero. Yeah, yeah, that's it, right, yeah. The one one explanation Mm. I heard one time, and I was like, okay, well, 777 means God, so 666 is imperfect. When has that ever been? Who has ever said 777 means God? Some random dude just said that in 1994. And people are like, oh, yeah, absolutely. 777. Yeah. There's not anywhere. That's never it's not in the Bible or anything. It's not no. in anything. Like, no one's ever said that until some random ass Discovery Channel. Oh, my best was, did you ever see is it End of Days? The Arnold oh, Schwarzenegger? Arnold? Oh, yeah, I love yeah. that movie. Yeah, and their, their whole thing was, oh, well, you know, in Dreams, numbers are upside down. So... 1999 was actually 666. <laughs> That's what people say. Well, you can, there's an episode of Batman the Animated Series where they go, Bruce knows he's in a dream because you can't read in a dream. And that always stuck with me. I'm like, I read in dreams all the time. You absolutely can read in a dream. Yeah. You, you know, Ben Franklin once said, don't believe hey. every quote attribution you've ever heard. <laughs> so when I was, okay. So when I was doing uh, videos, confession time, I did this, I used to do the state video for the state of Illinois, the wrestling tournament and blah, blah, blah. Right. I did this big videos on the Jumbo Trump. And then one year I put a quote on there about wrestling. I don't remember the exact quote goes. Wrestling is like the most important, like it's a combination of theater and, and athletics. And it's, it was right. a decent little quote. My brother's like, it's okay. And I, and I had the next part of it fades up Abraham Lincoln. He goes, wow, did he really say that? I looked at him and I said, <laughs> oh my God. 
could have said it for he didn't and he started laughing and then a day later when it was on the jumbotron the whole crowd went oh after my brother i'm like see i told you it's more impressive anything sounds impressive when you put lincoln's name next oh my god four years later a dude goes i was gonna get that tattooed on my back but i could not find any corroboration (laughs) i I had had a few at that point i'm like i would have owned you for life (laughs) yes Never trust any human beings. We're all evil, especially those who wrestle. Oh, wait. Oh, show. Now you're wrestling with a dog. He's, I just got to make sure he's not. He's a chewer, man. Still a puppy. Hang tight. All, he's got something on me. Hmm. Well, while we're waiting for JD to play with his dog, how was your break, John? Kind of restful. I mean, it was. It was a break. My, I was supposed to go spend some time with my sister. Yeah, and instead, her family, her her oldest, came down with COVID. He would went the the last time they went for their boosters, he was sick. He couldn't get his booster, and of course, he's the one that got COVID. Then my father, being the person he is, doesn't believe in masks. Went to pick up my nephew at at the school with no mask, and so we had to watch for them. And then my other one of my other brother's families came down with some RSV thing that they had for a week. So I spent the entire time up in Connecticut couch surfing with friends. Okay, then. And, you know, doing doing present exchanges in, in garages. It's like, <laughs> I somebody did make the mistake of giving me a KitchenAid Professional 5 Plus. And the first thing I did when I cracked that puppy open um, was I made three dozen cookies. And then okay. I looked at them and I said... I made all these cookies and I'm on a diet. I mistakes have been made. I so, I have known you for over 10 years and you have never baked for me. I don't see you in person. Well, and a we can make doesn't plans travel to see very each well other. in UPS. Let me tell you. I've had UPS destroy a you've talked uh, an about your sour, three times. You've talked about your sourdough bread like endlessly, and I have never had it. I know, I know. Ah, oh, fine. Next next time I go go out with you guys, yeah, I'll bring I'll bring something. My oh. patented Jimmy cake or something. Or or the thing is, somebody else decided my family doesn't talk to each other. So I've got <laughs> two kitchen aids. So one of them's going back, and I'm getting myself a bread maker. Oh, there you go. Because I am I am just you know that that if you were to think of like hot male, you know presence that that it I would beg be, your pardon it would be it would be <laughs> bread maker and baking cookies hot male presence here uh-huh. I, have a, I have a hot male presence actually well do, <laughs> i've do had a hot mail account for a long time I've, oh that's a good one i also have go a hot mail account. Uh, people go do you still have a hot mail account i'm like can't get jd dot oliva anywhere oh, else God. I didn't stuck with hot mail. <laughs> nice who's that was dave <sighs> All right. So, so then, uh, anything else, John, or is that, you know, you're just going to start baking cookies and bread until you're 500 pounds. Is that no, 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 I'm, 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 I, I managed to only gain two pounds over the holiday and I'm lucky you and I'm going, I'm going to lose another 10 now it's, it's time. So, but otherwise, you know, everybody got better and all that. So it's just, it's just that this, this we, we've got to get past this COVID thing. This is ridiculous. You know, I don't Tired know. I mean, they're saying that it might be endemic now, like every oh, it's endemic, yeah. And it's like, and and they, there's new strains that keep coming around, they're more permissible, not what's transmissible, but they're not as 
deadly so it's like it's i think it's going to just become like the flu it's the flu just be now. a new shot every year and, right yeah. the problem being that a lot of people because of things and stuff the last couple of years people aren't getting the shots because it's become you know like political. oh i got mine oh me too mine. i've got like five and going for six in about in an, i've got one more month and i get to do you, do you <laughs> i get, get i get another Sunday one in a month and, and, and i get my free sunday so oh, it's sunday okay <laughs> well yeah Ooh. I like a free subway. They're punching punch the cards. They've run out of space on my original card. For <laughs> Subway started them. They don't get the credit, right? Well, Subway because they also the they also came up with Jared, so it's kind of a watch. <laughs> oh. They didn't come up with Jared. They just hired a guy they thought was a good executive, be a good like spokesperson. Mm. Who knew that he had so many skeletons in that closet? Just, just literal and figurative. <laughs> literal and figurative. Anyway, speaking of skeletons, how was your holiday? JD, I just coach wrestling. That's like all I do this time. Of year. We're on break for the high school, which is great. I haven't. We start tomorrow, and before the show, I was getting my. I told you guys, I'll get my syllabuses ready because I teach a some. I teach a, a semester course, right? Yeah. So like every, I teach. I've got my. I taught four of the same class last summer, and this year I'm just teaching two of the same class, and then I've got graphics two and video production one. So I'm teaching three classes as opposed to just two this semester. So it's a little different for me so i'm just mm-hmm. getting ready to go for that but other than that all i did over break was coach that's it i coach our high school team i coach my kids team my wife has pneumonia or now she's Ooh. coming back from pneumonia so all i've done i it's like one long day i wake up i take the kid we go to practice then we go hang out and then we go to his practice and then on those days i'll either i have a competition or we'll go to the mall or something like it was just it was long I worry like, about your wife she seems to get sick a lot. She gets sick a lot. She's got an immuno. She's got some immuno issues. Yeah. And she's always like, this will be 25 years that we've been together coming up in February. Wow. So and in that time, she has just been constantly sick. And then we took the kid. I told you guys before the show, the kids lurk to the dog. The kid is me mentally and physically, but he's got a lot of my wife's like predilations. Like he he gets sick, but he can't. Mm-hmm. She doesn't listen to the show. He handles it better than she does. Like she'll be like, dead to the world he's like i'm fine and he runs around like a crazy person you know so but he was supposed to have a tournament today but he he didn't go because he had a little fever last night michelle's like it's not responsible for us to bring him to a tournament and i was Uh, like yeah you're right and then i slept for nine and a half hours because we had a tournament in northern wisconsin like yesterday for two days and i came down and passed out on the couch and didn't move for nine hours i'm like you know what good for me so (laughs) i've just been super super busy and uh, it's good to be busy. Yeah. Get anything, How was your house? I was going to say, get anything good for Christmas? No, I'm an adult. I don't give myself Christmas. I don't, you know, my wife and I don't exchange Christmas presents. We give them to the kid. Oh. If I may interject, I did get one other thing for Christmas. Oh, oh yeah. Doesn't I that got... look good? It's, it's like, a... doesn't yes. it look really good? Like, yes. I was it, looks, so it, it looks oh. awesome. It's, it's great. See everybody who's listening, who's listening to the podcast. Listening. It's how a video. Good it's an audio look. show. Yes. And we're talking yes. about how John good and I both got our copies of Hawk Hollow. The hardcovers. By this, this guy, Jade Olive. Olive. Am I pronouncing that correctly? I used to get phone calls. Back back in the day when you would get junk phone calls, I used to get the greatest pronunciations of Oliva. <laughs> and I would get tons of calls in Spanish. You know, we're not we are not Mexican, we are Italian, but it, the, you know, then it's olive in all the romance languages. So being in Illinois, people just assume Mexican. So I would get tons and tons of Spanish calls as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, tons of mispronunciations. But yes, the hard covers of Hawk Hollow look fantastic. They like do, it's they do. It cost me some money. I did not make as much profit on these ones, but 
it's worth it man they look great i'm really proud of them i it was so weird because i completely forgot about the book and i had i get the thing from the post office like yo these are packages gonna be delivered i'm like what package am i getting today yeah i know me too <laughs> and then i open it up and it's like john Oli- oh jd <laughs> So, yeah. Yes, I'm very proud of them. Like I said, I thank you, thank you for your patronage. We appreciate it greatly. <laughs> I say the the royal we, you know, me, myself, and I, and the dog. <laughs> nice. So, right. how was your holiday, Dave? Yeah, how was it? Mm, do I bring the whole room down? Sure. Why not? Oh, oh John knows. What, yeah, oh, I. Yeah, on? I mean, I it's okay. Go ahead. I mean, what are we doing? Yeah, after. So I think that when we last got together, my daughter had had an emergency c-section gave birth yeah. to yes so she lived for 13 days oh no yeah and didn't survive i'm really sorry dave dave we i'm went so to a, sorry man the viewing was on january 2nd and then she's been cremated already and then she's gonna do a you know a funeral and burial in february she wants to do it on or near her due date which that's my daughter i'm not gonna you know i don't think that's a great idea but because you don't want it, it's it's a weird way to remember it but you know people gotta grieve in their own way man exactly yeah yeah so this is gonna sound weird like i'm upset but i'm more upset because my daughter is grieving not because i'm grieving a child i never knew you know i do get it there was so i hate to boil this try to make this intellectual but i kind of this is how I always, something like mm-hmm. this. There's this, I remember when I was in college, we read about this culture in Southeast Asia and for life, man, I can't remember which one it is, but the infant mortality rate is so high yeah. that they don't name children until they're three months old. Yeah. So when you lose one, it's that thing of, well, you know, you don't really build, it's like, a, it's a defense mechanism and it's also a coping, it's like a coping mechanism too. So you don't develop those familial attachments to them until you're for sure, they're gonna you know they're gonna grow a little bit right you know so yeah. it's one of those things like you never really had a chance i mean like you i get what you're saying because like it's hard to mourn someone you didn't know right you know so they never really had a chance and it's more of you mourning the the idea of what they could be or what they mean to someone else right so like intellectually it actually it makes total sense and i'm really sorry i hate to sound callous with that no but it's I, not know. callous at all it's i mean but i yeah I mean, and unfortunately, she had a, yeah. a heart defect, and she developed an infection in her bowel, which is extremely common in preemies. Like for really? people who don't know, yeah, they they get this infection in their bowel, and they can normally take care of it even with medication. But because of her heart defect, they had to do surgery, and it just it didn't go well. And you know, sorry, man. Yeah. So that's that's the sad news. Get it out of the way. You know, we're we're all just trying to move forward. Other than that. <laughs> I mean that that everything that was going on absorbed most of my time off. But I was the play, Mrs. Lincoln. Yeah, exactly. I was told by my girlfriend to say, "Well, if they ask what you got for Christmas, tell them you got Legos and laid." (laughs) Did you get laid in the Legos? Because I bet that would hurt. Yeah, that would hurt. No, no. She surprised me. So I bet she did. We were in the Lego store with her kids. Oh, really? In front of everyone. Continue. (laughs) Not that long ago, and. They have Lego, you know, has like sets that are more geared towards adults now. You know, where are we going with this, Dave? Like the more advanced sets. Oh yes, really. And and they had one that's it's a Fender Stratocaster guitar, Fender Bender, if you will. Yes. 
but like I looked at it, but like it's it's uber I'm expensive. I'm trying to break John, and it's close. I've almost got John broke. <laughs> almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, take a shot, take a shot, and I need some buffer. <laughs> continue, continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, so she surprised me with that, but not real, you know, and the sweatshirt that I'm wearing. But but yeah, no, it was it was other than the really bad stuff. It wasn't bad. Um. It's weird trying to get back into the swing of things, you know, because I had the week off between Christmas and New Year's. I'm I'm sure you were off. I've had two and a half weeks off. I don't know how I'm going to teach. I forgot how to teach. Yeah. So it's like, it's weird when you go back to work, isn't it? Like, I forgot what the hell I was doing. And it was the the only thing is like this year, last year I was smart. So I had to thank myself from two weeks ago because I actually wrote notes of you were working on this, you know, and and I hope you didn't gain too much weight. (laughs) It's like, oh, thank you, John, from two weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I, lo- I logged in, and I'm like, what was I working on? So my thing was, and I realized, like, I'd gotten all of my work done before we went on break, so I didn't have to think about it. And then, you know, with everything that happened during the break, like, my, my brain was just like, what the heck is going on? And and yeah, and then we ended, I forgot, we ended up deploying something to production, like, the day after, the day before, not the day before, but like a couple of days before the break. And it was like, oh, yeah. Like it's working. <laughs> I'm shocked. Well, and no one called me, so it must have been working all this time. But yeah. So can you get off of me, cat? <laughs> Sorry. I have pussy problems. <laughs> I bet I hear. <laughs> <sighs> so but yeah, so that's that's that was my break. Kind of glad to be back into the swing of things. We're we're back. Things will be uh, got lots planned for 2023. It's gonna be fun. And speaking of fun, we got a couple little social media madness things. And the first thing hey. is from you, JD. Oh, for me? Hmm. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Okay. You had tweeted out, you tagged us in the tweet, this deleted scene from Superman 4. Yeah, isn't that cool? Isn't it awful? <laughs> and so they called it Bizarro, which I think John made called, a good... Well, I think it's not actually, it's not actually Bizarro. It's the, it's the prototype nuclear man. Yeah, but it, it, what it really looks like is uh, Metallo. Because when you when they kind when of. they when they when they open when the in the first part of the scene where they open up his shirt, it you know it kind of sparks there, kind of like when like, you know if Metallo I, were being powered by the kryptonite. That's see, I thought that like the girl. Remember the girl from Superman that got off a Superman three movie we had to rewatch last year. Uh-huh. Like remember how she like there was she ends up with the computer like i can't even describe the madness that was superman 3 in one easy sentence right and that was their that's take more on like, brainiac yeah i thought she was more like metallo than brainiac i know but like i mean but it is their take on brainiac you're right that is kind of what they were doing god that movie fucking sucks and this one's worse i don't understand mm-hmm. like that's one of the things i didn't understand about those movies and i don't know if it was because of the age that they were made where it was like they didn't want to do Brainiac. They did their own take on Brainiac. They didn't want to do Bizarro. They did their own take on Bizarro. Because comic, there's because for a long time in Hollywood, they had this notion that anything that comes from comics is inherently bad, right? Like if yeah. comics people more childish, it, yeah. more childish, it's mm-hmm. stupid. So we have to make it. And I'm holding up again, not a video show. I'm holding up with Asians, <laughs> better. Well, that, right? that's what happened when they took Donner off of it and put the other guy in, and then they added all of that humor into it that wasn't in the original. Richard Lester, yes, yeah, Richard Lester, right. Like that, like that, that one scene that always pissed me off where they, they use super breath and the guy's ice cream falls into, you know, just gets blown into his face. It's like, that wasn't necessary. But, you know, 
No, but superheroes are dumb and you're right. dumb for watching the movie. So you have to make sure that you're laughing at it or else you might feel <laughs> inadequate because baby boomers have a ridiculous priority complex. But the greatest generation was even worse about that yeah. stuff is yeah. God forbid we have to like God forbid we enjoy watching something fictional. Well, you know? e- even on That's TV shows back. Edge. Yeah, yeah, even in TV shows back then, it was they, the networks you know, were always interfering because they wouldn't let good writers put their stuff out because it was always no the 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 uh, the, the viewers are just too stupid to understand this. You have to well, dumb it down for them. Consequently, right? like in the opposite take, like when The Wizard of Oz came out. Remember, if you've read Frank L. Baum's The Wizard of Oz, oh yeah, it's not Dorothy is not hallucinating. She is physically transported to the land of Oz. Right. In the movie, they had to make it give you that questionable ending of what well, was it just a dream because they thought they thought that viewers were too sophisticated would never be able to handle the idea of fantasy yeah they and they thought like there was legitimate thought from the studio heads that they cannot people cannot possibly cope i feel like i'll not take this movie seriously i kind of feel like um meanwhile this... universal studios gives us the wolfman <laughs> you know? i was gonna say like there's this weird and there's still people who feel this today like you can't get away from it where it's like you can't like superheroes anymore because that's a child thing. Yeah. You can't like Pokemon anymore because that's a child thing. You can't like whatever whatever thing you were a fan of when you were a kid. Once you're an adult, well, you can't like that anymore. And if you still like it, there's something wrong with you. Speaking mm-hmm. as somebody who's dating, that is one of my main barriers in getting a date these days is because because of that that social stigma of me just really? liking. Still? Yeah, of me just liking, like, well, not not so much the movies anymore. Like, Marvel movies are okay now. Yeah. In fact, some people are like, oh, I like, you know, I like geek stuff. I watch Marvel movies. I'm like, that's not, you know, that's, you're, 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 you're geek curious, but you're not a geek. <laughs> it's like, geek but, curious. do you tell these women this when you, when you date them? Because I'm starting to see what might be the problem. <laughs> geek curious. That might be our t- episode title. <laughs> I like that. It's a good, that might be the new show title. But, <laughs> But the, yeah, but 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 no, but you you go into any of the hardcore stuff like Dungeons and Dragons or or Pokemon or Wizards of the Coast or you know Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball or any or you know Japanese anime, anything like Pro that. Pro wrestling, yeah, I get it. And it's man. like yeah. yeah, no, yeah, and the anime is one of the biggest ones. I've I've literally had women tell me, "Oh, that's kid stuff. Why are you just why are you still watching anime shows?" It's like, okay, what images have you watched where people's heads get cut off and people? sprout three arms and then the split in two to become demons i don't understand i'm seeing why this isn't working for you john like it's starting to it's starting to make well it's also like i mean it's funny like people sit there and they say this stuff but yet i'm trying to think of a good example like oh you know wrestling is kid stuff but yet you you're watching pro football you're you're in a fantasy football league like Mm -hmm. it's the same kind of idea you're having the same kind of fun you're just doing it with something that's adult or more okay, there's there's no fantasy football dungeons and dragons for sports geeks exactly yeah. and, mm-hmm. and the, the problem being that people just have this idea of what's correct and if you deviate from that then you're not you're not normal but everybody should be free every like my thing is i love i like seeing people enjoy what they're doing no matter what it is even if it's something i not like if if they really enjoy it like i've got a friend up in up in up in Connecticut, who's working on a, on her boat? Like, I spent a couple of days on her couch, and she's telling me about how she's fixing her boat for days. And like, right. I'm I'm not really interested in boats. Like, you know, I like traveling on boats, but I don't I don't you know. She's like literally rebuilding this boat, and she's telling me about it. 
and the enjoyment comes from listening to her enjoy it and you know tell me right. about it. And that's, I think that's people think that's, people forgotten how to do that. No, I, no, I disagree with that. I think that I think let me let me put a point here. I think that there is societal progression because having hobbies is far more acceptable now than it was to like our grandparents' generation. It, like true. Where what did you do after work? You got fucking drunk. Yeah. Right, yeah. that, that was what that was what the older generations did. Is they had and then went home and got yelled at by your your whole yeah. Your they had friend. exactly <laughs> is you were miserable all the time. And I think that it started with the baby boomers and it's gotten it, it grew exponentially with the the X generation. Is that people were allowed to have hobbies? Yeah, yeah but right? they, but, but we still haven't like progressed to the point where some of the but it's better. stuff is it's better than it used to be though it is you know? yeah, it's, it, it is progressing but very slowly it's, no i don't even yeah. know if it's very slow because again like i said you talk to old old people like what are they interested? they're not interested in anything they watch football and tv and that's like it like they're not interested in things and yeah, you yeah. were considered like wrong if you were interested in anything so i mean like yeah again this we are far better off than we used to be but i think you're also talking to the wrong people like i think that your, your selection <laughs> process needs to be re-examined by no person. no it's yeah. it's 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 the dating pool like you know at my yeah. age but you're playing in the shallow end of the dating pool well um, there is there is no deep end of the <laughs> shallow. that works on there's so no, many levels i know there's no great? deep end of the pool at, at my right. age that's the problem conversely let me throw a converse one at you i was watching these things because again twitter is the best i mean it's a cesspool but it is the best form of social media where they posted this video from the 80s 80s news shows would be like bang zap boom comics aren't for kids any aren't just for kids anymore mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. they spent decades telling the audience that comics and comics people do this too spent decades some people comics aren't just for kids comics aren't for kids comics aren't for kids to the point where comics aren't for kids no and kids don't even have any interest in comics like it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way like we fought so hard for social acceptance that we left behind because again this believe it or not guys this is a comic show in some aspects hmm. like i yeah. forgot there actually was an article you just reminded me there was an article i forgot to include but like we I'll, I'll bring it up now since you said it you saw the thing about the joker right what thing about the, no you I didn't see didn't. that i've been i coach that's all i do what do i what do we the what joker's I, a father oh i did see is that real is that, that is real dumb. yes yes he gave that's birth dumb. to a <sighs> mud monster oh my that turned into a baby version of himself oh he was so cursed by the town right oh all right it's a, it's a it's a plot point yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, like, there's a lot of shitty idea. I'm just going to say it. I don't know who wrote this. Probably a pretty good writer. That's a shitty, stupid idea that got so, legs and whatever. It's I mean, it's people so funny because, like, five years. I, I see people. It's right up there with baby hands. I, I see people on both sides, like, <laughs> arguing about this for different aspects. <laughs> but let's be honest. Like, we've been comic book readers for a long time. We all know the truth. It was done for shock value to sell type, to sell. That's all issues. anything. That's all anything is done for. I know, right? but like it's it's such a prominent thing in comics anymore. It's, it's for the last two decades, really. Well, it was either that or kill somebody. So you know, three, four, five. I mean, that's kind of what we. I mean, this is just this is just the nature of the beast, right? Like yeah. you just do. It's everything's just to ooh create buzz to. That's why they killed Superman. We're coming up on. We missed the thirtieth anniversary of the death of Superman last oh year. Oh my god. Which That's we should wow. have a show about that. We suck. Well, we, we did Superman three, so you know, I mean, which was the death of Superman, oh, Superman. Superman. right? Yeah. Theatrically, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, so I mean, that's that's thirty years ago. That's a nothing but a stunt to sell comics. Yes, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. it was one of the best, well done. I think. And it's so funny because I mean, everyone that okay. was a diehard fan knew he was coming back. Like, well, yeah, 
but the media is dumb. The problem is, is they've oh, been, yeah. we've been chasing that high for decades. Yeah. Right. It's like no one's ever quite sniffed that again. And like it's like we're a bunch of little crack fiends. Like I just want I just want to try to get that one more time. I just the memberries. The, the memberries or what was it? Berries. Berries. Member berries. Yeah. Member berries. Member, was the death of Jason that. Todd the first big like yeah shocking thing and it sold a lot of books? Uh, it wasn't exactly oh, no. shocking. Gwen they voted Stacey. for him to die. Gwen Stacy was in the seventies. Like yeah. oh yeah. that's right. Okay. Like, this is just kind of what it is, you know. Like Gwen Stacy might have been. I don't know if the Gwen Stacy thing was a shock value to sell books, but it wound up being a shocking thing. Right, you know? exactly. Like I don't feel the intent of that was like a gimmick to sell books. That was like the story they were going with. Yeah, because like there wasn't like it wasn't like like remember this is a but it's a newsstand era, right? So like it's different. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like the idea to sell books wasn't really like like specific issues of books wasn't really a thing until we had hobby shops. Right. Right. The creation of the comic book shop completely changed how comic books were marketed. And why books were created. It's just, everything changes at that point, right? Mm. Right. When instead we started of, doing direct market. Right. I was about to say, instead of buying it a, on a newsstand, is direct market and they are, are just competing with each other and that's it. And there's mm-hmm. no, yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, since then, it's always, we you've got to have, because again, it's hard in the periodical business to keep people coming back month after month, year after year, you know? Yeah. And I it's, also kind of, it's feel- antithesis to like the way big books were marketed with like that Mort Weisinger thing of kids read comics for three or four years and then they were done. And they new group of people came in and you retold the same stories seven years later. That was the thing. After seven years, you could retell a story. Yeah. You know, and then it completely changed that. I mean, you can argue that the comic book shop is what kind of destroyed the comic book industry in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because you were marketing the same subsection of fans for 50 years. Right. You know, and it's hard to grow that. Right, exactly. And I think it's also like when the number of titles that they were trying to sell monthly grew. Well, you know? that and then the the 50 different variant covers and all oh, that. Oh, that's such a late 80s, early 90s thing. That... Yeah. Well, it, it, but, you know, it's like you said, it's like it, it, it's when, when you're on a schedule, like, you know, it, it was hard for them to keep to continually write good stories because yeah. you're always under the gun. You know, so like it's either you have a stable of writers that are there, you know, who have enough time. Every time a story comes out, they have enough time until that story ends to come up with more stories and like start stacking stories. But the comics industry never had the money for that. So it's always, you know, like you're writing your stories like literally the day before or the or the day of. And then you had the comics boom and the industry grew and then. Just like with everything, they expect to keep going those kinds of sales forever, and it doesn't work. And then you get baby hands. So baby hands is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then a baby Joker. And and That's and then and then the clone was it the Peter clones. The clone so, saga. You know, I t- okay. So I did the clone saga for like a four night bedtime story, and my kid is super into the clone saga. And he, hmm. he we were at the allergist the other day, and he's this. Who's your favorite superhero? The Scarlet Spider did you get through the okay. whole thing well i just kind of summarized it more like we're just telling them the beats. Oh. yeah okay. if you tried to read him a, a couple books each night to get through so it he, so he tried to do that we he made me buy him like clone, like went to the comic store and he we found like a couple rando clone saga issues because it's like it's like 200 books or something like that. oh yeah it was, a, yeah, it was quite crazy. a few years so he wanted me to read him a comic book and he's figured out that reading comic books for bedtime isn't like a good use of time because like you know just those books aren't supposed to be read aloud 
Yeah. Especially ones from the 90s. Like, but I did like, the, I know the story well enough where I could just say, oh, and this, the Jackal did this, you know? Yeah. And like, you know, so he's super into Ben Riley. What the hell are we talking about? I have no idea. We're, we're talking we're about so... Superman, the four deleted scene. All right. So, oh, wow. Yeah, that sucked, by the way. <laughs> all right. So let's move on then. We also remember we had also talked about the Guardians 3 trailer and how there's a red herring to make you think someone's going to die. And we had that long discussion. So to which Randy replied, Random Randy Savage of the Cult 45 podcast, you mean using Among Us colors in the trailer wasn't a Among big us. hint? My money is... <laughs> on tracks he's a fan favorite next rocket and it's funny like i didn't think about it until he pointed out and the gif i even use is when they're like all running in those space suits and they are the among us colors yeah yeah they they are it's not just that the space suits look like the among us suits like they're very yeah they're very rounded and obviously that was done on purpose oh was i thought i thought i'd read somewhere where it literally was done that way like that was the point. And then and then finally about Among Us like the really popular went down a year ago. <laughs> but we talked about the unceremonial firing of Henry Cavill as Superman, to which Graham Gainsford, who's at IMG Force on Twitter said It's a good handle. Yeah. We have to get a thing going, man. Not my idea, but when Jimmy the Guns, James Gunn, Superman movie is released. We all buy Man of Steel on YouTube or whatever platform. I'm going to do what do what about you? I'm going to do this. What about you guys? Not aggressive, not rude, just determined. I don't know. Do you, like all you're doing is giving DC money at that point or Warner Brothers money at that point, right? Like that's what they want. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're giving it to the old property. I get that, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, with some of the news that has come out, we'll get to in a minute. Like I'm still shocked about this making the poor man think he had a job and then firing. <laughs> I mean, like the problem, I mean, like that's been the story of 2022 with Warner Discovery, which is one, the foundation of Warner Discovery and the fallout. Yeah. Right. I mean, even Dwayne Johnson, who's super publicly, you know, who's super savvy when it comes to PR stuff, completely misplayed how to deal with these people. <sighs> this is true. You know, we talk about that on our wrestling stuff all the time because The Rock is like he's in ro- he's royalty in that world. Did you see that he like unfollowed Warner Brothers on all his social media? I did. That's remarkably <laughs> immature. Wow, remarkably immature. It's like stuff like every time I see it, I had like so and so unfollowed such and such on Twitter, and I'm like, how do you? Why do you take the time to follow to discover this on your own? You have nothing better to do. I thought it was really weird when he's still at the time. I think. No, wait, did he still have, was this still in the theater at the time? Or it just came out on, on streaming? I don't know. And it's just like, you still got to promote it a little bit. Like, Well, that's why they were pissed at him, because he. I guess he fought, I don't know if you guys read the articles, but he fought, like, tooth and nail for a producer credit on oh, yeah. the Super Pets movie, and then did nothing to promote it. And they were like, okay, okay, let's see how this movie that sucks does. I think Warner, like, knew it wasn't, like, I enjoyed it because it was silly, right? Yeah. And again, the Marvel movies are just like, you know, heavy. All of them are, especially this round, been heavy. Whereas Black Adam was just kind of a stupid slapdash, you know, yeah, brainless action film, which I enjoyed on on that level. It wasn't Infinity War, but I think Warner kind of had a hunch it wasn't that great. So they're like, all right, let's, let's see how you do. Sure, we'll make Cavill kind of like Superman again. Because at the same time, they're talking to Saffron and Gunn yeah. and yeah. Plan, making Plan B. So, yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, that is it 
since we were off for two weeks, there's not a lot of social media because I was not on social media a lot this this break. There will really be lots more, there. lots more next week. I promise. And if you want to be part of it next week, part of social media madness, here's a good friend Don to tell you more. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of social media madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at SuperheroSpeak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network includes great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Cult 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Thanks for that. Don, remember, he said he's not T-square anymore. Just Don. Uh, this handle. Just don't not. forget to check out the Omega Level Nerds podcast available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available. And on that note, we'll take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with some news. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, got a couple. I have a couple, suggested them. A couple of interesting articles about James Gunn and the future of the DCU guys. But but before that, I have a suggestion. Okay, let's let's do a poll on what horrible superhero movie we should be forced to watch next. <laughs> you mean like? Wait, maybe an I, old maybe, movie maybe, to do a retro review, or you mean like yeah, something that's coming in the theaters that we'll be forced to watch? No, a retro review, retro review. Uh, I, I want to watch a really, really bad, bad movie. So not what, not, like not Neil Breen. The Spirit or I don't think I ever saw. You the watch Spirit. a real bad movie? Like why? No, I want to watch a real bad movie and then re- and then review it here. Let's see what's what are some of the worst superhero movies we can we got the <gasps> the Phantom. Got a soft spot for that one. I kind of enjoy Billy Zane as the Phantom. really. I I mean it's I haven't seen it in over twenty five years. Don't get me wrong, but I enjoyed yeah. it in high school. All right, hmm. then there's the shadow. Yeah, there are a lot. There are actually quite a few of the Green um, Hornet. I didn't like that. I, that was I, ass. Yeah. I, good. Okay, I couldn't get through it. So. Oh, that Green with the with Jan, with Seth Rogen. Yeah. 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 What's the Liam Neeson one? Taken. No, Blank Liam Man. Neeson? No, not Blank Man. Um, Dark Man. Dark Man. Oh, oh, that's oh, a let's, great movie. Oh, let's let's review that one then. That's Sam Raimi. Yeah. Yeah, let's Sam review Raimi Dark and, Man. That's one. That's an underrated yeah, one. Yeah, man. Let's and I haven't do that. seen that one in year. I haven't seen that one in decades. Let's get the crew. <laughs> I'm sure Ray will have something just ludicrous. Well, to they say did. About this uh, movie. They did. <laughs> they did do it on Cult 45 not too long ago. So I'm sure Ray oh, yeah, will be I'm up sure, for it. I, yeah, I would love. Man, I haven't seen Dark Man in forever. I'd love to watch that movie because that's. Do you still think like it holds raw. up? I I think it holds up for because I like old Raimi, so I think it holds up if you like old Raimi, right? Yeah. Well, it was, it was, again, it was underrated, you know? At the time it was, it was underrated. Yeah, yeah. But Oh, I mean, wait. Speaking of bad ones, Dick Tracy. That movie sucks ass. Yeah, yeah that oh was. God, it is, it is bad. You're, you're getting 
close to Neil Breen territory. <laughs> that that's um, like yeah. There's a David Hasselhoff Nick Fury movie. I've oh no, I've never seen it, but I've heard lots of bad Generation X. What else is there? You ever see the Man Thing movie that came out in like 2005? No, no. I bet that sucks. <laughs> well, huh. compared to the Man Thing that they had in Oh Steel, he was the best thing. Steel was bad. Barbed wire. Oh my god, I forgot about barbed wire. That's what's her face, or right? Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson. Yeah. God, that was. Ugh. I saw that in oh. the theaters. Oh my god, really? I was a high school boy in 1996, and you know Pam Anderson. Ben Affleck, Daredevil. Boobs. I'm. I'm sorry. I never found her attractive at all, ever. Like she was good. Look, she was really pretty before she started doing all the surgeries. On yeah. Her face. Tank girl. There was a tank girl. Yeah, tank there girl. Was a tank girl. That movie's bad too. Yeah. Everyone says, "Oh, it's brilliant." No, it's trash. What else did you say did before Tank Girl? What movie did? You oh, Steel. Steel sucks. Steel. Yeah. All right. Oh no, the Ben Affleck Daredevil. That also sucks. Yeah. I didn't think that. No, one was... it's terrible, dude. Bullseye is catching shards of glass and then dealing them out like cards. It's, it's stupid and oh. it looks terrible. It wasn't. No, it's that. No, it's it wasn't bad. as bad no, as some of the others. Okay. No, it's, no, it's worse because they tried. Well, a true. lot of these movies no, like no, it no was, effort. Whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, it was. They it, tried to make this Daredevil. It was every. It was very obvious that they were very dead serious when they made it and didn't realize. And then like didn't that realize. <laughs> yeah, but but still a little bit better than the end. And it's like I had Jennifer Gardner and, and I talk about I, terrible casting. Oh wait, if we're going to talk about that, she should, she should never have been. Electra. Yeah. Ooh, I've never seen Electra. Oh, oh god. Oh oh, Catwoman. Oh, oh yes! Put that on our list. We gotta, we gotta review that one. <laughs> I did Catwoman on another podcast. Did you know? Yeah. Oh my god! Don't you wish? It, it, um, it was one of these like you were you were a guest on the podcast, and we each had to make the other watch a movie from a genre that we're familiar with. So, but it had to be a bad movie, and I can't remember what he made me watch, and I made him watch Catwoman, and yeah, <laughs> and he hasn't forgiven you since, right? No. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Oh, how about? Here's here's a blast from the past. Meteor Man. I like Meteor Man. Robert Townsend's awesome. How about Blank Man? Blank yeah, I said Blank Damon Man. That's the Damon Wayans. Yeah. yeah. I actually like Blank Man quite a bit. I don't. Th- I never saw that one. Is that- oh, I, that looks familiar. I mean, that the promo poster looks familiar, but it's a comedy Batman intent. Like this, he's on a budget. You know. Yeah. It's but you're pretty funny. But you're right. Meteor Man was actually. I, I like mean, I, I again, I haven't seen it since it came out. That was a long time ago. But I remember it being seven eighty eight, something like that. Yeah, I saw it on cable. It, it's too bad. Like I would see, I would have suggested if it not had been an actual series, The Greatest American Hero. That's good. That's good though. I know. And like, yeah, like, we could go two ways. We could we could like torture our audience, or we could. Oh. We could use our extensive knowledge of of you know archaeological movies to you know to Arche- to, to introduce our audience. The only to some archaeological movies we know are Indiana Jones, my friend. Uh, what are you talking we, about? We 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 I mean you know torture our audience every week. I mean, come on, that's part of our charm. True. My kid is convinced the Ghost Rider movie is good, and I keep telling him that it isn't. But he sees this music video to like the cover of Ghost Riders in the Sky, and it's a well done video with all like the highlight clips. I'm like, buddy, these look <laughs> cool together. But when strung out in in the form of a movie, it doesn't work. The he, only he disagrees. The only I don't know you. You I don't know if you're gonna agree with this. I think the only concept that I kind of liked from the movie was the like Ghost Rider, the old West version of That's Ghost Rider. Yeah, yeah, I mean, right. I and they had him was, on for three seconds. Awesome. 
I've I've saved right. up this power to, for 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 decades for this ride. Three seconds later, all right, I'm done. Bye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a yeah. shitty movie. It's yeah. got good concepts, and the special effects aren't bad for 2007. But the movie sucks. He's creeping at the door. God, Nicholas Cage. I don't know. Well, yeah, so I mean, like was, that was the peak of Nicholas Cage just doing crazy stuff. That's like it, when it really. Started I mean, you can you can like like National Treasure. I love it's a good the, movie. It's a good movie, right? Yeah. He's a, mm. like when he's good, he's good. When he's not, he oh boy, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the bees Wicker and man? punching. What's yeah. the, oh my yeah. god, punching the bear. Bees. What's the movie he just came out with? Punching women in a bear costume. That's right. The guy from the the Mandalorian. It's like the burden of being awesome or something like that. Huh? Is that the one where he actually plays Nicolas Cage? He's actually himself in the movie. I heard that's actually fun. I did not see it though. Yes, I want to see that. And I he's think, playing like the ludicrous version of Nicholas. Yes, he's playing the, the the like extreme version of himself. He's down on his luck, and this like it, uh, warlord hang, hires him to like come to his birthday party, and they become friends. It's like it's very ludicrous. much it's very much a take on Kim Jong Il and uh, Dennis Rodman. Yes, I think so. There's another one too. He did like the Color of Space, this uh, Lovecraft adaptation movie. That's really pretty dang good. Like he's done a couple good movies over the last few years. Like he's actually trying again. Yeah, I kind of feel like he's, yeah, it got to the point where, I mean, like Bruce Willis even went through this for a while before he, you know, retired, where it was just like, it's a paycheck. He just, you know. He's got a lot of bad. Bruce Willis's last decade and a half of work is not good. Well, that's yeah. because he. Well, he yeah, that's too. Aphasic. And yeah. But I mean, they, like. But there's like mean, movies I'm sure you don't even movies. know he's in that are just sure. like direct to Netflix, or direct yeah. to yeah. Amazon. Oh, so there's movie. a whole bunch of those now. Yeah. Yeah. What's the last great Bruce Willis movie? Red. Red two, red. Okay, I was gonna say Unbreakable. Mm. Yeah, because I wouldn't count. Yeah. It was the one Split. glass or glass. Yeah, glass. Yeah, that was just he's just right. there. Yeah, it's not yeah. his movie. I I know I derailed us, but like I just want to mention a few more. Like Condor Man, I've or never Flash seen Gordon. Man. How about Flash Gordon? Flash <laughs> and Zorro the Gay Blade. Here, here a movie, but Zorro the Gay Blade was hysterical and fun. It was really good. I don't think he heard you, JD. No, I don't think he did either. I just what did you say? In. I said, "What about Flesh Gordon?" Oh God, no. Yeah, yeah, no. I, and then he mentioned Zora the Gay Blade. So think I about know. that, folks. So like, think about like, that. That's, I that didn't have that. Yeah, I didn't have Skinamax back then. Sorry, Barbarella, Beastmaster. Beastmaster rules, man. I we watched know. that movie a lot when I was a kid. My dad loved Beastmaster. And consequently, I saw it a hundred times, and that movie's awesome. Well, you saw Mark it because Singer's of Tanya Roberts. Let's, let's be like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it also, like, also, it was very, it was very imaginative. Like, it was. Very fantasy-based. Those, fantasy, right. those early 80s fantasy movies are kind of cool. Like, you had Excalibur and Conan. Let's crawl. Let's oh, talk Kroll, about crappy Kroll. movies that are yet to come out. Okay. There'll be a few this year, that's okay. for sure. Nice Thanks for bringing us back around. Yeah. I, so, I really so apparently... It has come out, it has come to light that Ezra Miller is still going to be the DC Flash moving forward. And so they ruined is, any effort they put into it. <laughs> hold on. Is this official or is this just hearsay? There was an official press release from Warner Brothers saying that they have been happy with the progress that Ezra Miller has made since going to therapy. Jesus. Now, is, and again, sure. Gunn has not said that they're keeping him. And I've said this before is they've had a lot of like they talked about the 95 million they put into into Batgirl. That's like chump change for yeah. what WBD is losing. They've put a lot into this one. Yes. Yeah. 
So they have to, I've been saying they have to put this out. They also yeah. might have some stuff with. That's what I was kind of thinking. Slate. Like they're trying to make Ezra Miller look good before the movie comes out. So when they can quietly see. cut, because then they can cut ties them. I have an also controversial theory about this movie. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. Why else are they dealing with this? I don't know. It's got to be good. Con- contract login i don't know like or, or they, they, they can't they can't they can't do anything else until they get so flashpoint out andy, of the way andy machete made it and it was it's the first it specifically is really good the second it is not good but the second half of the book it isn't great either you know mm-hmm. like it pales in comparison to the first half and that's just the flaws in the source material but the two stories work better together it's just it's just what it is it one is one of the best horror movies of the last 20 years it's a good structural movie so i firmly believe that andy machete is capable of making an excellent superhero movie so is it possible we're dealing with this because we have so much money invested into it and we have a good product in our hands and we can't shelve this one this is true i mean they can't shelve it we all know that they've put way too much money into this movie at this point you know because not only not only did they make the movie they're been a lot of reshoots there was already a lot of marketing that kind of like fell flat you know they're going to be putting more money as it gets closer to the release date Mm -hmm. like they have to put this out and it has to make money for them at this point so yeah it's too much of a a money loss to not put it out but it's i don't know i think it's good i think it's going to be a good movie and it feels like I, i don't have no idea what gun has got in store like this is and this is pre-gun right so he can't get the blame for it no i now here's another thought too is this because it was supposed to be flash point and they've just called it the flash right is it possible that this does serve the point of flashpoint that this well, is how we to. get into the new but this is how we get into the chain because again they're rebooting everything so is this how we get there is this crisis it feels like it it's that it feels like it. It feels like it's the logical point to do it too. But does Aquaman come out after or before? I think before. Let me double check that. Let me pull it up right now. <sighs> oh, wait, that would make sense, right? Because talk amongst reshoot, yourselves while I'm looking this up. They reshot the Batman scenes with Affleck because Keaton wouldn't have been in the DCU at that point. Aquaman mm. and the Lost Kingdom will premiere. Oh wow, not till Dece- Christmas, December 25, oh. 2023. And then Flash is the summer, I think. Yeah, I'm looking it up. The Flash will come out in June. Yeah. Huh. So no. So they. So I don't know what's going on because I got nothing. Although Grant Gustin is listed in the cast. Interestingly enough, I don't know if that's just because the internet is stupid. The internet but, is stupid. And, and they've yeah they've compiled both together. Maybe I don't know. Interesting. Um, interesting. Like again, I don't know anything about this movie because I'm gonna teach. I like to keep myself in the dark. These things. General Zod is apparently the villain. A villain in this movie. He's dead. As pl- I'm, I'm just reading to you what I'm saying, okay. man. He's dead, and then he turned into abomination. Or not abomination. Doomsday. Doomsday. <sighs> and so is Pharaoh or Pharaoh. Ooh, Pharaoh. Feora, the one, the, the chick one from Man of Steel. They're both in this. Interesting. Yeah. It's got to be like I have a feeling. I don't know. This is going to be a movie where he travels through time a lot, and there's like a bunch of. It could be alternate yeah. universes he goes into. Like he's there's going to be the Superwoman universe and maybe she's fighting those two you know where we have superwoman instead of superman there's going to be old man batman as keaton we know that already so yeah mm. so we're getting both michael keaton and ben affleck as batman yeah that's something could, they have they've been saying for a while this movie i know i'm just thinking about this I'm like this movie could be an absolute nightmare or it could be really freaking good and i don't know which one it is 
Well, we've said this before. Like, there have been a lot of DC movies where they have a couple like good scenes, but not a good story to tie it together. If he's just jumping through time to all these different scenes, it might be a good movie because there's no it's not to be a good coherent story going through. But they're 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 banking on the fact that Ezra Miller isn't going to cause any more problems. I think that uh, Ezra he, is currently under lock and key. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure he's got like a couple of babysitters right now. Like yeah. he's probably not even allowed to go to the bathroom without somebody watching him. Well, so. that's what should happen when you're in prison. But aside yeah, from that, true. I don't know, man. I think this could be a good movie. I'm just gonna lay out hope. The and... the, the trailer is the new trailer is going to premiere Super at Bowl. the Super Bowl. So it's a lot of faith, man. That's a lot of. That's faith. a lot of money to put into this advertising wise. Well, they don't have a choice. They've got to. They've, they they've got to promote a Super Bowl movie. They don't have to spend money in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they don't. They, they never with superhero movies. You don't have to do that anymore. They Warner has not bought advertising in the Super Bowl movie. Is what I've read. I don't know if that's accurate. But they yeah, haven't done this before. No, yeah, but, but spot is expensive. But 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 considering the state that they are in, they need this to be good. And in order for this to be good, yeah. they need they need like they they they're going to pack in as many people into those first few days as possible. Whether the movie turns good or bad, at least they'll have gotten that much. You know. Yeah, yeah. but here's the thing though: if the word of mouth is bad, it doesn't matter how much they try to pack it in because you don't make good money on that first two weekends you make good money on those people coming back that's where you make your money is it's a good and we've seen it we saw it with the nolan movies we see it with the marvel movies when the movie is good people come back except avatar i don't know anyone that ever sees avatar but everyone goes to see avatar so i didn't go see it i didn't go see it but it's like look did you see what it's making at the box office it's slaw. it's like the last time it's slaughtering everything it's the movie that nobody you know has seen but everybody's seen how i don't know made like a billion it's over me it's made over a billion yeah, dollars I, at the box i mean i i know people who saw the first one i did not see it in the theater i did me neither i waited for dvd i didn't see it though and i was just like i don't get it and it's, it's i really seventh, don't get this one the seventh highest gross the way of the water is seventh highest grossing film in history with 1.7 billion i don't get it i've heard reviews about the storyline and everything i just it just it's reductive and stupid and just you know, but, it's, and, it's but, also, but there's that one but there's a, that one shot in the water, which is really let's be honest. It's also just at this point, just an animated movie. Yeah, it's a visual masterpiece. No, it's not. That's what they're calling it. I I don't oh. see it. I really don't like I also I'm don't get the, like, the whole thing. Like he was waiting so long because the technology he wanted to use didn't exist yet. Fantasia was like, a, well, then a, obviously a you care more about the the look of it than actually telling a good story okay right. there's and two, this, the okay, story so isn't good from what there's two stories in filmmaking and this has been a struggle in filmmaking since the advent of sound is what's more important the story or the visual like what is film is film a visual medium or is it a storytelling medium because the two are different things and there's been a constant struggle back and forth and in film history they will tell you that the advent of sound to film changed the way movies were made and you look oh, at yeah. the, the silent films that are being made in the late 20s before the advent of sound and they looked significantly better the passion of joan of arc is a phenomenally beautiful movie it looks much better than the stuff they're putting out with sound but they had to change the way movies were shot because they had to record sound so since that point there has been this big and this is this is legit there's been a big debate in what is more important to a film and there's people that are that are you know director of photography that will tell you like a movie plot is just 
there to move to get you to from point A to point B. Really, why you go to the movies is the visual is the visual experience. I don't agree with that as a writer, but I know a lot of people who think that way, and I I think James Cameron is one of those people. Yes, yeah, I can't, uh, I can't, I don't, I, Kubrick, no, no, I agree with you. Personally, I don't do that. I, I can't go see a movie where the, the plot is so bad and contrived and everything. Like, that's why I didn't like Black, Black Adam so much. It was like every step, like it, it literally cookie cutter. Every scene was so cookie cutter. Well, I could have told you what, what each scene was going to be before I went to see the movie. Here, if I had known that it was that bad. Here's, it's here's like, a good, good thought about, in my mind, about how that proves it wrong. Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, obviously, arguably two of the greatest filmmakers of all time, right? And Indiana Jones, right? Everyone loves the Indiana Jones movies, except for which one? Crystal Skull. Crystal right. Skull's the, ass. And there's a lot of great visuals in that movie, but the story Are there? Just... Are there? The special effects have aged horribly and weren't that great at the time. I mean, I like some of the visuals in it. Like, I think it, it's neat when he takes the metal out and they're following it through the warehouse like that's a cool scene you know like the alien stuff at the is stupid at the end but it looks visually cool the way they did it you know like, oh yeah yeah but yeah i mean it's just like but but it's such a bad movie so yeah but you're right too right if it, there's a bad special effect that pulls you out of the movie some oh for sure yeah mm -hmm. i'm more forgiving on that stuff than most people but uh, that's the thing there's some bad special effects that really tear people my, from my brother is really bad with that stuff like he'll he'll destroy a movie because of like two bad sequences of special effects and be like oh, it was horrible it pulled me out of it i couldn't watch it anymore so speak speaking of really bad special effects after wonder woman 2 we now have the next wonder woman <laughs> oh look at john trying to keep us on track so so here's that's a good one right like okay so they're keeping ezra and apparently patty jenkins is out we still got Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Patty Jenkins could have been. A, she's a good director. She just was Gunn horrible not, with the story writing. Gunn has not confirmed nor denied that. So this is all wait. Speculation. Has not confirmed or denied what? That Wonder Woman that get that Wonder Woman is. But what did he? He did say on Twitter. Like someone said, they mentioned Gal Gadot being out, and he said, "What makes you say that?" I never had that conversation. So that's a that's non-committal. She ain't in. She she's Schrodinger's superhero so, right now. <laughs> Schrodinger's Wonder Woman. Look, I think I'm starting to wonder something about James Gunn. Where did he uh wet his superhero appetite? Over at Marvel, right? Yeah. What has Marvel gotten really good at? Subverting expectations or marketing stuff or keeping us in the dark on like <laughs> the big stuff. Could a lot of this be misdirection, total misdirection, so that we, you know, we'll be just in shock and awe when the stuff really starts coming out could be yeah like could there be like does henry cap like just throwing this out there does henry cavill show up at the end of the flash you know like haha i tricked you all so though apparently cavill's been in a couple interviews where he's talked about being fired so i don't know but he is an actor right isn't that the argument we always made i mean look he's at how many actor. people got cast in marvel movies and denied 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 you know until the movie came out or until the trailers came out so the thought I don't know. Do so. Here's my question, because like I think Gal Gadot also splits people as Wonder Woman. Like I like her as Wonder Woman. I know people. Joey from So Wizard is a good example. He hates Gal Gadot with as good Woman. direction. She's 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 great. You know she can do it, but she yeah. needs good direction and a good script. Yeah, well, the script definitely. 
What about you, JD? She's fine. I think she looks the part. I think she's excellent in the first Wonder Woman movie. The yeah. second Wonder Woman movie, I think she's good in it. She's given, she does the most that she can with material. It's not great. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, like, I agree. I mean, I, I'd like to see her continue, but yeah, I think she's, she's, she's the best thing about Superman versus Batman, which is the worst cinematic abortion I've ever seen in my life. I know some people will be upset that I use that word, but it's trash. It's the worst thing that's ever been made. Yeah. I hate it. Is it? Yes. It's worse than Justice League? Oh, God. Yeah. Superman versus Batman? Yeah. It's worse than the first or second Justice League. Yeah. You're right. It's worse than I hate Man of Steel. You're right. Because that, that that's the Man of Steel. That gave us the, the, the P jar. I forgot. Yeah. About so I, was, that. I was just about to say that Lex Luthor, make, his evil plan is to make them drink pee. I think I think it was I I think it was honest trailers. What if if you get a chance, look at the honest trailer for that movie. No, I won't. No, 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 because they they go with the they go with the whole wait they 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 cover the part where he does the jar of pee and and the announcer's like wait 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 I need I need to get I I I need to go back over this and then he starts doing the list of how of the the points of of the plan and it's like this makes no sense. It's like you know dot 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 dot. Not uh, only does it make jar, no dot, 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 profit. It's, it's like, stupid. It's yeah. just stupid. It was like it was like Lex Luthor is the most cunning character in comics, and he's making people drink pee. <laughs> yeah, the movie fucking sucks. So, uh, but you're right. She is the best part of that movie. She's good. She's good yeah. in that movie. Yeah. All right. So here's the other one. This has been making the rounds on the internet, and I'm like, really. Did Hugh Jackman reveal the title of Deadpool 3? No, because I'll change it now. <laughs> Where he was in an interview and he was talking about like the stuff that he was working on. And he's like, oh, yeah, and Wolverine and Deadpool. But like, I kind of felt like he just said that, right? Like, why would they not just call it Deadpool 3? Because they called it Deadpool 1 and Deadpool 2. There was no like subtitles or anything. So if that's the title, that's smart because it's far more marketable. Calling it Wolverine and Deadpool. You think? Yeah, putting Wolverine in there. Yeah, hundred percent in the name. Okay, um, I mean it's a marketing play. Yeah, but I think everyone that wants to see this movie already knows this. Yeah, but it's a great marketing tool to say Wolf to call it Wolverine and Deadpool. And plus, I'm sure Hugh. I'm sure, I almost called him James Hewlett. I'm sure. What the hell's his name? Why can't I think of his name? But Hugh Jackman yeah. wants top wants billing too. You know the actors have egos. Yeah, yeah, not so much though. I don't know, but but. <sighs> Actors don't have egos. Am I crazy here? Oh no, they do. But like these two guys, but it's Deadpool's. It should be Deadpool's movie first and foremost. Yeah, don't you think? I disagree. Really? It's, it's both of their movies at this. You call it Batman, or you call it, it's like Superman and Batman. Movie was ass, but it was a movie about both of them. Right? It's the same thing here. It's a movie about both of them. So we call it Dead Vereen. But but isn't like Liverpool? <laughs> ben Vereen. <laughs> Dead Vereen. Was it? Was like? There's a lot of argument about Captain America: Civil War. Right, like it, it features everyone basically. Yeah, it should have been Avengers. It's an but Avengers movie. It's not it, a Captain it, America. But it movie. does focus heavily on Captain America. But it's an Avengers movie. So I mean, like this one, I think it's as a marketing. So you get for Marvel, it's different, right? They could do whatever because they've got the big. The MCU is the hook, right? And they've earned that. Right. With this, the hook is the return of the return of Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. But, but isn't the argument that? This should be the MCU since it is under Disney now. It is, but it's different because you're bringing back Wolverine. You're bringing back the guy who played Wolverine, who's had a successful film series of his own. Yeah, I still don't know how this movie's going to work. Like, it's going to be awesome. That's what it's going to be. 
that's all that is matters. it going to be like its own thing like it's not going to be connected to the mcu <sighs> at all you think that's where we're going with this no i think it's going to be connected to the mcu it's going to be like a crazy at claremont x-men story with people traveling through time and space and dimensions like let it be the x-men is lunacy let it be let's make the x-men lunacy that's what it is yeah no, the t- comic. The it doesn't t- make it's impenetrable the tva is going to be involved in this i mean Possibly. Fuck, i don't want okay i don't want any mcu garbage involved with this i want it just to be these two guys doing their own thing in the mcu i don't want any tva i don't want anything like well, that the, the, i just want those guys in the marvel universe the, don't the, give me a reason right the tva so, may be the vehicle but like yeah after that let them let them just cause havoc on their own besides once you get once he's once deadpool gets you know gets into our the mcu universe right he's still got his own time skipper so let him just go to town yeah oh my god i forgot about that this movie shouldn't make sense because how do you think why do you think the tv is going to go after him TVA is going to go after him because he's going around like killing baby Hitler. And the first thing, the first thing every time traveler tries is to kill baby Hitler. And, and, and from that, all the, he also killed Ryan Reynolds right before he took on, (laughs) I know what you call Uh, it. Green Lantern. Lantern. And he killed himself in an alternate universe. This is where he was already fought Wolverine. Yep. And that's another question, right? Like I know, I know that is like the worst Wolverine Deadpool fight you could ever want on screen. But some people are going to argue they already did Wolverine versus Deadpool. Yeah, and it was and bad. Let's let's fix it. Yes. <laughs> so they would they would be wrong because that was not Deadpool. No, no, it wasn't Deadpool. And I that was like that. Super Scroll or something. I don't know what the hell that was, but like, that was not. I, but I, I I don't think anyone wants two hours of them fighting. Right? They're not going to fight. They're going to make fun of each other. Put your hand down. I want JD. two hours of that. Oh, come on, you would get you would get tired of it after the first 25 minutes. of awesomeness. I've never gotten tired of awesomeness. <laughs> well, neither. I mean, you could have two hours of them fighting. They can't kill each other. There has to be a story reason for them of fighting. Of course, there's going to be a story reason for them fighting, but it's Ooh. superfluous the fact that they're fighting. And it can't be because one of them called another one a name and then they just started fighting. <laughs> no, they're gonna there's gonna be a reason. I don't care. Give it to me. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It'll be because Wolverine switched to Mint Mobile and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would pay for that. I would pay to see that. <laughs> you, see, you see Wolverine just making... <laughs> bashing mint mobile over and over again this is for all my dropped calls damn and deadpool shows up and goes ryan ran into it's a national treasure and starts fighting him. <laughs> that's it we just yeah, wrote sure. the movie that's it sure where do you want to see the fight with some locales you know on top of a, a nuclear stack again i don't think so. oh hey i wouldn't put it past them of trying to recreate that a little bit you know oh yeah they're definitely gonna poke fun of it they have to like yeah. There's no way they're gonna. There's no way they're gonna miss. There's um, got to be a dis- joke. Like that. Hugh Jackman or Wolverine has to make a joke about like this would be better if your mouth was shown shot. You know, there's of course there's, yeah they'll do like, something like that. Yeah. All right. So so we're all in and yeah. I don't know. I I th- I still feel like it's just something he said in an interview, but hopefully we'll find out soon. I'm sure there'll be promotional art coming out before we know it. So we'll, yep. that Wolverine and Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds doesn't even get top billing in his own movie. All right. And then finally, <laughs> it's a positive news. Wednesday has been greenlit for a second season. So have you watched it at all yet, JD? I've seen the dance scene like 8,000 times because you can't get away from it. Okay. I'm going to controversial opinion. What? I watched, you know, 
when I watched that episode, because I, I didn't see it on social media at all. And I'm like, why are people getting so excited about this? Like, it's not that great of a dance. It's creative. And we live in, we live in a TikTok culture. Yeah. And that's what it felt like a bunch of TikTok moves strung together. Like, but she doesn't even, it's not even like a fluid thing. Like she stops and then does another move and then she stops and then does another move. Yeah, it is. And it's, but it works for the character too. Yeah. So it worked. Let me, let me, okay. The, the vast majority of movies between the years of 1982 and 1988 were essentially six music videos strung together with a loose plot. I just gave you Iron Eagle, Top Gun, like Karate Kid, Part Three, Karate yeah. Kid, Part One, really. Like, that's a lot, a lot of movies where they were nothing because that's what was in the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. Right. And that is, this is where the cultural zeitgeist is now. So, our culture. Everybody loves but, it. I but, mean, it works. But, but you're but you're right. It it was appropriate for her character. And if you want to go meta on it, everybody's there's there's more talk about it than normal because it came out that she did that while she had COVID. And there's been some discussion about why she was forced to work while she had COVID. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's not good. No, no, not good at all. It's like, you know, they've but but she she's the one who created that herself. She did that keep to yourself. Yeah. She she's the one who created that dance. Like she put that together right. herself. Yeah, she, she it's one of those things herself. though, it's because awesome. I knew about the hype, but I didn't see the scene. So I was expecting like Fred Astaire level dancing. No, but that would have defeated the purpose of it. Yeah. Right. Especially as a high school teacher, that I cannot tell you how often I have to watch kids make TikTok videos. <laughs> walk to the bathroom. There's three kids in the halls making a TikTok <laughs> video. Like that's just what that's what they are. They're not these overly elaborate things with they're it's almost like okay, it's almost like punk rock versions of like Broadway of like Broadway stuff, right? It's super stripped down. It's very simplistic in a lot of ways. It's very do it yourself. That's what these TikTok videos are with people dancing. Yeah. It's not supposed to be Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire, right? It's a little bit more primal. I like I like coming into punk rock. I think I did a I think I did a good thing there, JD. Good job. I don't know. I also think in a world where like shows like you think you can dance are on TV and you see these amazing kids doing these like really difficult that's not the that's not the point though it's not ubiquitous this is anybody can right and that's this is clearly okay you're starting to sound like an old man here oh i am an old man i'll admit it man here i'm not i'm not as old as o'grady but old man grady no old man o'grady gets it though yeah like he's on the ball with this one like they're not supposed to be great they're supposed to be raw it's supposed dancing is supposed to be like an like artistic expert expression thank you very much i couldn't think of that word it was an e-word i couldn't get out expression Mm. and that's very much an expression of the character especially at that point in the story Mm. and it worked like again i haven't seen the show but i've seen the scene six or seven times just by being online and it's well shot it's good and you get it it's very it does a, as a writer. I'm, I say this does a great job establishing the character and telling yes. me. I, it tells me a lot about this character in a way that dialogue couldn't. Right? Yeah. I dig that. I dig that. We just talked about like visual storytelling versus like you know verbal storytelling, and this is a great example of visual storytelling and what can be done without saying a lot. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> hey, they got got renewed for season two. I know, and I'm looking forward to season two. I just I'm I feel like I guess I'm the old man on on this one, but I like I really like the show. I you know I like the show. So. I just was like I was just watched it. And I'm like I don't get it, but you know the the dance scene. I was like I don't get this. Okay, I do. It, it, Whatever the kids like, I guess. 
They it wasn't just suck. the kids. It was her. Like that's a dance that you would only see Wednesday Adams do. Really, I mean. All right. Well, on that note, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come in and wrap this one up. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. So the hour. This is 2023, guys. <laughs> you know, lots of stuff coming out this year. So I'm kind of curious. What's our? Let's start with movies. Any movies that you're really, really like jazzed to see this year that you're excited to see this year, regardless if we're going to review them for the podcast or not? How about we'll start with John? Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. <laughs> so, A bunch of anime movies. I, I can feel it already. Well, no, I, 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 you know what? I don't know if there's any actual anime movie and anime movies coming out, but I'll tell you. Let's see. Okay. Movies I'm I'm really I can't wait to see Ant Man the Wasp Quantumania, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves because it looks like they finally made a good Dungeons and Dragons movie, mm-hmm. John Wick Chapter Four, yeah, and I, the Marvels I can't wait to see what they do with that, and then and then top of the list Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, um, okay. and then for like uh, possible hate watches would be The Flash and Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny maybe. I, I don't know that that one will go that one dial destiny will either be really really good or really really bad and then you know there's always there's always the wild cards the meg two and cocaine bear <laughs> cocaine bear is gonna be a thing i can't uh, <laughs> that one okay, that one's just then. gonna be i'll i'll bring i'll bring my own canister of like caramel coated popcorn or something it's just <laughs> so there you go all righty then d john wick four. yeah I think we're all yeah, looking very, forward to that. Very excited about that. Yes. I, I, I will also say I'm looking forward to Quantumania, Across the Spider-Verse, probably number one. Guardians 3, very wow. excited about that. Yeah. I'm going through this list right now, something I missed. I'm not, I, I'm less excited about that one because we know somebody's going to die or we think somebody's going to die. I like, don't, I, I, everyone makes assumptions. Hmm. The Transformers Beast Wars movie could be interesting. That could I be really, really good or really, really bad. That, yes. I don't know. Bumblebee was pretty good. Oh, like, I know. Like they started to figure out what Transformers should be. So and I'm this is based on that. Change. That this is based on that universe, the Bumblebee yeah. universe, not not the the, the, the shitball Transformers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm with you. I'm also kind of looking forward to. I'm going through Google right now. Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Some of the the some of the anime, some of the uh, the design concepts have dropped, and it it looks like they're back to the, the turtles a little bit. So I'm a big turtle fan. So I'm excited by that. Those are the ones I think I'm looking forward to the most. Not not cocaine bear. <laughs> no, cocaine bear's really not for me. So all right. Okay, not first bear, off, I, I like noticed <laughs> Oh Mario <laughs> Brothers. Mario Brothers. Oh uh, yeah, I did not include that one because man, I don't know, but sure. I mean that that could be a good watch. That's cool. For the child. The first hmm. one I noticed that no one mentioned Indiana Jones five guys. I said Indiana Jones. I, five, I said so that did too. You? Yeah. Yeah, we both did. Dial of Destiny. Are you sure? Oh yeah. yeah. And I did not hear oh that, that's gonna maybe be... I'm Blues of my hearing in my old age. I'm putting that up with the Flash. Both of those movies are either going to be really, really good or really, really horrible. Also, no one mentioned right. Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. Blood and Honey. No, I'm not because I hate the fact that movie's even coming out. <laughs> or the Barbie movie. I saw that one. I was going to list it along with the Meg Two and Cocaine Bear, but even even I have my limits. <laughs> Don't think we're the right audience. I am looking forward to Fury of the Gods. I really like the first Shazam movie, and I think 
you know, know it's gonna ba- be good bar barbie could go either i mean it depends did they i mean they did oh what was that movie they did with with the really old characters from that old 60s show the banana splits i mean if they, uh, if they did a banana splits with barbie i, don't know. I think they're doing the banana uh, splits with with Winnie the pooh and yeah then, yeah they are um, it's, it's a wonderful thing when people lose copyrights things become public domain i did uh, this flew under my radar but now i have a sick curiosity wonka yeah yeah it's gonna be a musical yeah so yeah i'm kind of i'm kind of curious it's have you ever gone back and watched the johnny depp one yes no. i did i didn't want to and i won't i've again. watched it a couple times and like there's aspects of it that i like and aspects of it that are like no it was so much better in the first one you know i think the music is better in the first one the the well, yeah, the Lupa songs are so everything. much more better because they tried to do like this, like more modern, and like you can't understand what they're what they're singing. Like you, you, it's not catchy, you know. Like the original Oompa Loompa Doopity Doo, like do everyone knows those. You eat too much sweets. Yeah, they do. Right, right. You cannot sing any of the ones from the the new one, or well, from the the well, Johnny I, Depp one. The but Gene Wilder. Depp. Sorry. Yeah, Gene Wilder, you're right. That was exactly said. Gene Wilder is the key to the Wonka movie. Because I don't think the Wonka movie would be that great without Wilder. And Wilder's performance is like this subdued madness where the, he, he very clearly is a guy who, like Johnny Depp's like, ew, children around him the whole time. There's this Michael Jackson vibe to him, which is what he said he was kind of doing. That's just very up around the nose. Whereas, yeah. whereas Wilder's Wonka is so much more subdued and such a con man character that you never quite know where he's coming from with anything tell him the story you know the story about the very first scene right oh yeah he just the the thing about him just doing the limp right i just like yeah yeah, that's that goes very wrong with what you were just saying like he he, yeah go ahead ahead, tell us he just does the limp like johnny like i'm trying to gene wilder decides like the first time he meets him he's gonna limp out there right and then he does the roll and pops right up just to kind of do this whole thing of you don't know where i'm coming from yeah you don't know what I'm going to do or which makes him dangerous because yeah. there's a lot of scenes in that Wonka movie where he's scary. Like yeah. the, the very famous one, of course, where he's the LSD trip, you know, where yeah. he's going out of his mind and there's times where he's just cruel. No, but at stop. the end, yeah, yeah, no, stop. <laughs> uh, you know, but I mean the part where like, you know, he's just vicious to some of these people and then by the end charlie breaks like warms his heart like he's really not a nice character nor supposed to whereas johnny depp plays him just so superficial and again like johnny depp is a good actor but i just don't think that's one of his best performances and i also don't think tim burton is really the kind of got to do subtle character work no it's mm. just not it's just not him it's just not the way he thinks no i i, I agree with that wholeheartedly like he does not get subtle he puts it's it not, all right in your face. That's yep. Tim Burton. I mean, look at Tim Burton. Like, that's just, yeah. again, we talk about the ideas of, of we were talking before about subtlety and like, you know, what kind of, like how to do visual storytelling. I mean, in Tim Burton's an art, a painter where he wants you to see that, you know, right away. He wants you to, he wants the image to evoke an emotion in you immediately. Whereas Gene Wilder is a performer, right? And he wants to use his performance, not even so much the dialogue, but the performance tell you about the character and his wonka is very nuanced and very spooky quite frankly yeah timothy chalmay is doing absolutely nothing for me by the way as you know i think that i think good for him he's he's having a moment right now he's the new leo whatever did not love him in dune so i'm just kind of like all right whatever 
<laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm just I mean, saying, he, had no person- he had no personality whatsoever. Are, are, is anyone looking forward for to Dune Part 2? Yeah, I'll, I'm looking. I'll, I'll see it. That's not going to be on HBO Max again, too, right? That's I have no idea. Yeah, Probably not, because Dennis Villeneuve had a, Denny Villeneuve had a fit because of that. And Denny Villeneuve is another one of like like another very much case of you know the image image over. I don't know if that's going to work though. If the first one was on HBO Max, are people going to run out and see part two if they haven't seen part one? Do in you the think theater? David Zasloff cares? He's trying to squeeze every last dollar that he can. He's taking stuff off of HBO Max right now. Oh, they I know. Lost, they they're losing all kinds of stuff because they figured out, hey, there's more money in selling this stuff than there is having a big hub. Unless they do like. The month before Dune 2 comes out, they do Dune in the theater run, just like, like a limited run to get people to go and see it, you know, and then boom, here's the second one right after. I don't know. It's going to be hard. That is going to be a tricky one to market. Yeah. No. But mm. I heard seeing Dune on the big screen was a different experience because I saw it at home and I know people who saw it in the people who saw Dune in the theaters seem to have a bigger emotional reaction to it than, than the people who watched it on streaming. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of movies coming out this year, so this is very interesting. Expendables four. Yeah, not good. Yeah, um, that's that's gonna be when it comes out at home. Uh, so I can apparently just... a Teen Wolf remake. Ugh. Well, no, I think it's spe- it's spun off from the uh, Tino. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, it's still a remake. You know, Teen Wolf. Having watched it again with my kid recently, let me tell you, sucks. So they can <laughs> remake it. It's a terrible movie. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with you there. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. You want Equalizer like three? Do you want people like Team Wolf, the original? Do you know uh, Michael Wolf J. Fox, right? Bingo. That's yeah, why Team Wolf that was is it. part of the cultural lexicon because they casted well. Yep. Yeah, I, I mean, it's that that movie is so unbalanced. Like totally. Yeah. Totally. Right. How about the few redeeming cool? How about TV shows? I don't any, watch TV. No. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any. Like honestly, I look I forward to JD finally watching something that we are watching. Might happen in twenty twenty three. We'll see. I, well, wait, I there's even... going to be the new, the spinoff from WandaVision. The Agatha one? Yeah. Agatha, yeah, yeah come inter- to cast. Yeah, That'll I'm watch. interested. I'm interested. Echo, See? Echo should be out too, right? Eh, not interested. Yeah, I'm not either. Does Loki season two come out this year? I don't see uh, it. I'm looking. Secret Evasion does. Oh, okay. Eh. <laughs> wow. Dude. Is there I, anything? I don't know. Like, I'm trying to look through stuff right now, and I'm, like, not getting... I don't know. I looked at the Wikipedia entry for what's coming out in 2023. New, hold on. New TV in 2023. Let's see what comes up. Ten shows look vogue. Ten shows look forward to in 2023. You, yeah. season four. I don't know what that is. Daisy Jones and the Six. Don't know what that is. I heard Secession is good. Never watched it. Nope. Nothing I want to see. Season two of The Bad Batch. Didn't watch the first season. It's probably, <laughs> probably a mistake on my part. Probably need to fix that. But season 20 of NCIS, guys. Come on. Come that on. show has been on for 20 years. That is wild. I've never seen a single episode. NCIS Los Angeles is up to season 14 this year. So, oh my um, goodness. That's great. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. Again, like it's hard because regular TV is basically gone now. Like, yeah, you, I think it's, I, th- I really you go, think you go the only t- people watching re- regular TV are old people who just have it on the background. Well, pe- people that want to watch, was it the reality TV? And, re- and reality TV sucks. So, always is. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know what's coming on like Netflix this year that should be good. Sell me on something because in the future, Mike, you know, Mike Flanagan's making the Dark Tower. So okay, I'm on board for that. Like, I just I don't know, man. The Marvel stuff, 
we got so much of it the last two years. Like when it was WandaVision and Falcon Winter Soldier, I was like, oh man. Yeah, Covenant Chaos Sweet. is 2023. Um, just, see, know, that man. I can't wait to see. But like they, and they said they were going to tighten things up and not put out as much. They're going to go put quality so, over quantity now. They over, they bombarded us with so much stuff. Yeah. Gotham oh Knights, God. guys. I'm good. God, no. Ironheart. You know what? They said they're not going to bombard us. And yet they've got well, Secret Invasion, th- Agatha, Echo. <laughs> They were already, those were already in so, production. That's so they're the thing, bombarding so. us with C-list characters. Why do I fucking care? I don't well, know. Well, maybe Multiverse of Madness will figure out why they care. I mean, I don't know. Like, like, honestly, like, Agatha is interesting to me because I really liked WandaVision. I thought Catherine Hahn was great. But, like, Riri Williams' Ironheart, she was all right. But I don't know. Do I want to oh. watch a whole show with her? Not really. Uh, yeah, I still don't. I, like, I'm really starting to think the only reason she was in that movie was so people go, oh, now I'll go watch the show. Like, yeah, yeah, kind of. Which she was, was so wasted in that movie. Which was bad. Yeah, she was Kung Fu Panda: The Dragon Knight season two will be on Netflix. I'm sure I will <laughs> watch that whether I want to or not. Yeah, I know, right? Because oh. you got to get. But but it, it, it wasn't it wasn't bad the the first season. So no, that's fine. No, yeah. I agree. I'll watch it. I don't know. Like this year, like I got stuff that I wanted. You know, like I got Midnight Mass, and you know what do you call it? Yeah, you know, we had we finished up the Mandalorian, and we had. You know, just great stuff early in the early part of the year. So see Stranger Things, like I got stuff I liked. I don't think I'm gonna get anything I like on TV this year. I really don't. No, not at all. I mean, like nothing is like I'm honestly nothing is grabbing me. Again, I don't watch enough stuff. And I didn't watch Andor. Everyone's like, Oh my god, Andor was great, but I really didn't like casting Andor and Rogue One. So I'm not in a rush, but I'm here. I've heard so many good things from so many people that I think I'm gonna have to eventually. Yeah, I think so. I haven't watched it yet either. But that'll probably be the show I watch when we're we're almost done watching Wednesday. I think again, Andor will be the next one. But again, it's like there. Oh, we watched Blood, House of the Dragon was great too. I didn't watch that. I didn't. I yeah. love. Oh, another one. Everyone is talking about. I've never played the games. The Last of Us. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't. I don't know. I don't like post-apocalyptic. So yeah, it's I mean, like we had how many of years it. of Walking Dead? Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, it's like HBO wants to have their own version of The Walking Dead, and it's like okay. Yeah cool like except in not... the last of us there really are isn't the there's like there's no real walking dead in that, isn't no there? but i mean it's still a poke post-apocalyptic it's post-apocalyptic it's it, it's like it's the, the zombie it's a zombie show without right. actual zombies right? here oh, is something oh, wait, i know wait, you're gonna watch wait on tlc they'll have milf manor I, this is something Christ. you're gonna watch. watch in my private time is not your business <laughs> i have not it's so funny because i have not heard anything about this but it's gonna come on on march 1st guys the Mandalorian season three. What is JD, it? Yep, I didn't know about that. Okay, JD, I know you're gonna watch. All that. right, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah, okay, definitely. <laughs> That's after wrestling season two. I'll have time. Like, really? Why aren't I seeing anything? Yeah, I don't know either. They they normally. I mean, they're saying like that. Secret Invasion is also coming out, but we haven't seen much on that. We got one trailer. That was it. I guess with yeah. the Mandalorian, they don't have to show us a lot because we've got a crude interest. Yeah, right. Loki season two, they're saying, is going to be mid twenty twenty three. It's mid, all right. <laughs> oh, X Men ninety seven is fall. Plus. Oh, X-Men wanna... All right, now you know what that I might that I might do. Mm. I'd be interested to see that. I one. really liked that show when I was younger. Man, the animation is cheeks. But oh, God, yeah, but but it was it is it's the closest. It, the X Men cartoon show is the closest media interpretation we've ever gotten, like Chris Claremont's X Men right yeah it's over dramatic it's like really convoluted and hard to follow but it's great you know that's what the x-men should be and that's what the cartoon was so yeah, yeah. Okay. 
no, I'm excited was... about that. All right, well there you go. See, I I got you some. I got you excited. On There's a couple. Place. I don't know, man. Like TV's I... such a commitment. Yeah, so it's... I've been rereading a lot of books lately. <laughs> I mean, and about this are, apparently there's going to be another season. Oh, it's so good, of- John. It's so good. You are going to love that book. John telling a fairy tale by Stephen King, which was my book of the year for 2022. Like it's Jack and the, it's Stephen King's Jack and the Beanstalk. I, I was out on a date on Friday night and the woman I was out on a date on said, this is got to, got to, got to read that. So, oh, when I say it, you ignore it. When some piece of ass says it, all of a sudden it's no, no. I get it. I no, get it. No. I, she she is a lovely woman. I'm sure she is. I'm making a joke. Not listening, John. Trust me. Uh, but Our, no, no. It, but but it's it's funny. Like the women in our uh, lives aren't listening to this. Show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's yeah, be real. But 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 it's it's funny that like you know everybody everybody I know that has read this book. Has, really done, has has been like JD. It's like, oh no, you have to read. That. It's like it's okay. the. I think it's the best book he's written since The Outsider, perhaps in the last two decades. That's not Tower. Really. See, and, I I I thought it was like Stephen. I I think I made this comment to the woman too. It's like I th- I thought Stephen King looked at Lady in the Water said, "Oh, I can do that right." No, it's not it at all. Okay, not not even no, not even. Well, I mean, like do it right. Right, it's well, not like even plot it's, wise, it's not even nothing, not even similar. Okay. We're also getting a new season of Futurama on Hulu. Yeah, John DiMaggio is coming back as Bender. By the I way, I love Futurama, but I feel yeah. like what more it do we have to course. say? Yeah, and the final season of The Witcher with Henry Cavill. I never watched any of it, so <laughs> I'm I a season play, behind I don't play on that. Games. I don't, I don't know. I mean, the well, the the, the books, show itself was good. The show itself was good. I haven't seen the second season. I heard it was okay. So maybe it. I'll hmm. okay. He so speaks, he speaks highly of it. <clears throat> yeah. So so I'll, you know maybe that'll be something that I fill my time with once I run out of books. But I don't think I'm gonna run out of books for a while. Books are good. Mm. Or maybe things will work out with this lady, as you said, and that'll occupy your time. Any oh, books coming out? She this reads year? books, so yeah. I, yeah, I got my best book ever. That's in. I just got. I just got it back from my editor. He had some really good suggestions, so I got to go take another pass through on that. And I'll, I'll tell you, I don't think I told you guys about this one yet. It's it's a. I'm finally writing a book about pro wrestling, but this is <gasps> like, you uh, about wrestling. Well, no, here's something I'm going to try though. It's I, I didn't want to make. It's not just a wrestling book. It's a book. It's like basically Midnight Express in Japan with a professional wrestler. Huh. Can it's you kill story. me? Uh, what's that? Can I'll, find some, I'll find someone for you, to, for you to die. I'll find somewhere for you to die. It's basically <laughs> it's basically a story of a, of a guy who comes to Japan to kind of remake his pro wrestling career, and he winds up getting sucked into the Yakuza. And there's two different stories that run parallel. So one of them, I do the story of like the in-ring character and the story of the guy. And it's like an inverse story where the guy starts out as someone who's caught up and this character is a vicious heel. And then by the end of it, the wrestling guy is a good guy. And the real life person is like this, the most deplorable character I've ever written in my life, you know, and I'm really proud of it. So you wrote a book about John. John's not the most deplorable character I've ever <laughs> in my life. John's a wonderful human being who's going to give me more money for this thing. So no, it's going to be a good one. And not then I'm going to try my hand. At, and then I'm going to try my hand at doing something completely I, different. I, I'm sorry, not to not to say anything bit negative about you, JD. I meant, are there any books coming out by authors you like the, oh, this year? I mean, King does not have anything coming out apparently that might yeah. change. You know, nothing that. There's nothing that I'm like, ooh, I'm super interested in, but that could change as I'm trying to. I just read a book called The Three Assassins by the guy who wrote A Bullet Train, whose name escapes. I, I just forget what it is off the top of my head. It was really fun. 
you know, if you haven't seen Bullet Train yet, which I didn't see the movie till after I read the second book called Three Assassins, it's really good. So I'm going to go back and read Bullet Train eventually. And I'm just, I got this Audible subscription now. So I'm like, I'm going through and just listening to stuff that I never read. So uh, yeah, I'm just collecting old stuff. So if you have suggestions for older books I need to read, let me know. I don't know. Uh, When's the next Dresden Files come out? Do we know yet? Not yet. No. Okay. And, you know, speaking of which, I'm just going through like, you know, tour, w- with the end of our show with the suggestions. I'm just starting to reread a lot of stuff that I haven't read in a while because I, I took like a four year break from reading and I'm finally back to reading like a book every two weeks now. And I'm rereading I'm rereading a, a book series by Patricia Briggs. I see the- her stuff a lot. What does she write? See, she writes, she's got a couple of series now. She does, she straddles the line. She's got two good or two or three good series that I think are, they have romance in them, but they're urban fantasy. And mm-hmm. then she's got a couple of series where it's, it's Harlequin urban fantasy. And that, that seems to be more of a common theme lately with some of these authors that I, that I read, but you know, the one, the Mercy Thompson books are really, really good. And I think that's one of the first ones she started with. Urban, urban fantasy or like urban fantasy and stuff. No, no, that's that's just straight urban fantasy. That's it's like I mean, there's there's a, a love story in it too, but it's like it's well, it's it's right up your alley, JD. Vampires and werewolves. It's that's, urban fantasy is basically vampires. I have flirting with the idea of trying to do a mystery. Like I'm like I'm. I read a book about because I've been trying because I always hate the idea of writing the genre, writing the tropes. So I'm kind of like you know what I've done it my way for a long time. I'm gonna try to do something your way. Like the the way all everyone tells you how to do it. I'm I don't think I'm gonna put it under my own name because then I feel like I'm free to kind of screw up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just do because I'm gonna try. I'm just gonna try to write like a like because you like knives out and that's glass onion like the traditional like yeah ag the like they call them cozy but I hate that term because it makes them sound kind of silly. But like a like a like a murder mystery novel. I got a book about how to do it, so I'm reading it and I'm just gonna try my hand and see if if I can do something. And that's again not being in. Not doing it under my own name. I think I have some freedom to kind of, you know, get outside. So if you're going to do it under a pseudonym, like, mm-hmm. then you can't promote it on the podcast. No, I can't. <laughs> that would defeat the purpose of it. Yes, it Can't do a Kickstarter for it either. So again, it's taking me out of my comfort zone. You could do a Kickstarter. You would just have to create a fake account. I could, no, that creating the account was not the problem. Promoting oh. it is the problem. Oh, true. So again, I'll just try the traditional Amazon. Again, now the idea is Wait, to, what was... to do it their way. So I'll try to do it their With, way. With uh... the... Andy Kaufman. What was his alter ego? Give me a second. It's God damn it. I could see it. Uh, oh, man. I know. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Andy Kaufman. Alter ego. Tony Clifton. Yes. So you can create a Tony Clifton. Kind of. Again, can... that was same with, with Kaufman. It gave him a chance to do something different. Exactly. Everyone, so you, that's what, I'm, that's what I was getting at. Do, to create a Tony Clifton, go on a podcast as your version of whatever Tony Clifton is, whatever you're, you're and you know. I got, I got, I got some, it's a I got lot some murder mysteries for you. Yeah. So it's a lot of work doing that. I think I'll just do like the, cause again, the stuff that I typically write is very much between genres, which is Wait hard a minute. to sell traditionally on Amazon. You give so. John a fake mustache and have him go out and promote the book. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's kind what of funny. What if I just though? write it to John O'Grady? You know, it, it's kind <laughs> of funny. Mo- most of the, yeah, mo- most a of John the O'Grady urban mystery. fantasy that comes out nowadays, they, you, they, they lean heavily on, on, murder mysteries or or you know mysteries to to mm-hmm. to drive a, a store a good story because like if you look at all of the dresden files or or these the mercy thompson ones or god so many of the others it's like 
it's always somebody who's trying to solve a mystery and like that's that's the whole thing it's not like they're not there's not a lot of people that can write straight action based stuff there there's they're always trying to solve some issue and figure out who's causing it in the beginning Mm -hmm. you know and that's kind of what i was thinking about too is just doing like it turns out what i want to write is a thriller but Mm -hmm. like again i've decided i'm going to try something different so i'm going to do like these are successful genres so i'm just going to play and well again i'm like man there's all these rules that you have to follow but Again, it's an experiment, so I'm going to See, try something different. It's a, there are rules you have to follow until you figure out a way you don't have to follow them, right? Well, that's the thing like, is people say right. they want to read something. That's what that, the argument is, is people say they want to read something different when in actuality they want to read the same thing over and over again the, with yeah. a different spin upon. Yes. All right. So you And then you can't do, it's like, you can't do the victim with John O'Grady. Maybe you could Good. do Jack O'Murphy. No, he just said they want to read the same thing, really, of course. So they want to see me get killed many, many times. Well, I have a whole new, it'd be a whole new audience to kill John in front of. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, two, two of my favorite authors for mysteries was uh, P.D. James and Lillian Jackson Brown. Lillian Jackson Brown did the Cat Who series. Like okay. a, a lot of a lot of books that are all like the cat who could read backwards, the cat who turned on and off, the cat who saw red. But it's like the cats always gave him a clue as to what the, you know, where, it's to, like the, where to look next. It's like the girl series, like yeah. Steve Larson's The Girl Who Played With Fire and all that stuff, except far less misogynistic. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. Um, Brutal. Still a little bit catty. And then finally. Very catty. Any, <laughs> oh, my God. Any events you're looking forward to in 2023? John? No. <laughs> I'm looking forward to no events. I don't mean like global events. I mean like things (laughs) that you want to do or accomplish or places you want to go or someone's getting married that you know or anything like that. (laughs) Have a good date. (laughs) You just had one Friday. You said yes, I had. So there you go. You're set. Best date I've ever had. You hit your goal for 2023 early. Now that I've had the best date I've ever had, I must have a better date than I've ever had. (laughs) I I would like to continue that run. That that would be nice. But uh, yeah, beyond that, like probably probably go to New York Comic Con this year. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe the what's the one the Wizards? What are they calling it now? Oh, it's not Fan Wizard. Expo Philly. It was it was really good last year. So yeah, we'll check that out. Sure. Don't have to travel for that. So other than that, I'd probably go to Awesome Con. I would already have to start up. That that's going to be soon already. But you know, go go to to this year. You know, and, and if that's the case, then I'm looking forward to almost being thrown out by security again as I try to weave <laughs> my way past somebody's you know promoter you to, to get an interview. Sounds good. Hmm. Yeah, me too. I mean, I, I I can't wait to get to a couple more cons this year and talk to people. It's always fun. You know, he's looking forward to his next wrestling championship. State championships coming up in in February. Fargo in July. You know my kid's doing stuff now. We're not pushing him in anything big, but he's having fun. So it's always it's always fun to to coach him now because he's starting to get a little bit more. I'm looking forward to soccer season with him because I get to just be a parent. You know. Yeah. I don't have to you know get actively involved. Exactly. Oh man. Care. You know, like he's out there smiling. Do they win? Do they lose? Great. It's 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 actually kind of like freeing because like. I find myself getting like anxious with when, his when my wrestling. when my son was in little league and if one of the like what do they call them the not the umpire but oh, like referee. no no but like if there wasn't coach there wasn't like a third base coach 
they'd oh, ask okay. me to fill in, you know? And it's just like, no, <laughs> it's too much pressure, especially when my son is out there. You know? It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, no. When I'm dude again, he, my guy's six. So, I mean, he's having fun. He he's, he's having a pretty good, he hasn't wrestled good little season so far for him and he's really considering last year he was you know not great you know first year didn't know yeah. what he was doing and this year he's doing well and so like i find myself getting a little bit anxious he was supposed <laughs> to have one today and i think i said you before like, like he had a fever this morning so the wife's like no he's not going so I'm like, okay and then it was like a little bit of relief <laughs> like really like it was the craziest thing i'm like oh he's not wrestling oh thank god like <laughs> But it wasn't just like, oh my God, thank God I don't gotta go. It's like, oh, I can I can turn off these nerves. Yes, like exactly. It's, it's a different it's I've been coaching for 20 years and it's totally different with my little kid, you know. Cause again, if it'd be different if he wasn't so he's so serious about competing, like winning and losing. Like, God, he hates to lose in anything. But he's not your like, son. I know it's genetic, it's terrible. <laughs> but he's also not old enough where he like knows he's supposed to take things seriously or like work hard. Yeah, you know. So he hasn't fit. And again, I can't push that on him. So it's like, eventually he'll figure it out himself. But when he loses, God, it's awful. You know? Yeah. He took out, he got a, because we have like four man brackets and every kid gets a medal because, you know, again, I'm always parents who cares about that sort of thing. And this is why he got his fourth place medal at his second tournament ever, took it, looked at it, threw it in the garbage can and walked away. It was five. And my wife took it from me and he's she's like, why did you shoot? He goes, it's garbage. I didn't win. I hate this sport. I hate all of you. I want to talk to any of you people again. And he's just like, five-year-old is cursing us up and down walking out of this gym. Like, and he doesn't, like, he has a collection of medals in his room, and that medal does not go in there. So when does he join the WWE? He That's what he wants to do when he grows up. Oh, God. He everyone he's going to be a professional wrestler. He already told me, he said he's going to go to Mexico and be a luchador. <laughs> And then when he's done with that, he will go into AEW. He's got his own little mask and he's got a name and he knows what his finishing move is going to be. (laughs) That's that is what I told him. He has to go to college and he can do whatever he wants. (sighs) So nice. That is, that is literally, he walks around with his AEW world championship title, you know, because I bought him one of those belts last year and he'll put it over his shoulders sometimes and just walk (laughs) around with it. Jeez. He loves, loves that stuff. When my son was little, he wanted to own a hotel. That's that's ambitious, man. <laughs> yeah. Did he want? Was he a Monopoly kid, or is he just? Did he just love the idea of owning a hotel? He loved the idea of owning a hotel, and then he said, "Look, we would all live in the hotel." That's a great point. Yeah. A, a kid looks off. A kid's looking out for you. Yeah. Mine wants Not to go Now he's in the art. <laughs> ah. Now he wants to be a poor artist. <laughs> poor kid. <laughs> I said, <sighs> All right. Well, what about let's... you, John? What do you want to be when you grow up? Dateable? I don't know. No, I, 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 I love what I do. But you know, actually, yeah. When I grow up, I want to finish my freaking book and be an author. That's that's oh, what I've God. always wanted to do. But uh, other than that, I love, I love, I don't love my job currently, but I love what I do for work. So you know, yeah, that's cool to hear. Not enough people say I love what I do for a living. It's it's a hard thing to, you know, I lucked into it. it. I know how lucky I am that I do something that I absolutely love to do. May yeah. not love the people I'm doing it for right now, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, well, that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. One day we'll all right. grow up. All right. So let's bring this in for a landing. So let's go around the room. Any recommendations? Or did you learn anything on the podcast this week? Or did you learn anything 
on our break. Who first? And John, you can go first. I try not to learn much. I am yeah. getting older. So I, I, according to my old man card, I, I need to get set in my ways so that I can yell at people on my lawn. You know, I, I did, we are, I already mentioned my suggestion, Patricia Briggs, the Mercy Thompson series. It's really, really good. It's been out for a while now, and there's a lot of books, so it'll keep you busy for a while. Yeah, there you go. All right. JD? I haven't done anything other than really work, so I don't have anything really cool to recommend. I don't know. I learned I miss podcasting with you guys because we haven't talked in a couple weeks. Oh. Yeah. I do. I mean, I really enjoy doing this because I'm just like, oh, I got to go to a show right now. But like every time I sit down to do have these conversations, it's fun. I mean, this is, I was on the show for five and a half years now, and it's, it's still as fun as it was the first time. Yeah. Awesome. The whole show is going to be 10 years this year. We should do something special for the 10 year anniversary. Get mm. drunk. No, that's not special. That that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll all streak in that's our neighborhoods. Tr- I live in a no. cornfield. <laughs> I mean, I could I could streak in the back 40. The only the only people that probably see me are the Amish and the deer. So. Wait, I'm the only one that like lives in a city. <laughs> that was a dumb suggestion. <laughs> yeah, let's do that, Dave. <laughs> sure, Dave. Whatever you want, man. <laughs> Make sure to take I pictures. also live on like the busiest street in my neighborhood in my my area too. So, so being a Philly guy, you got to run up the stairs like Rocky did with your balls flapping in the wind. <laughs> Go oh fly, fly. Oh dear. <laughs> well, <laughs> I learned getting hard now. The John <laughs> giving him the eye of the tiger. <laughs> I learned that John had a really great date on Friday, which means next week he's going to be upset and drinking. Anyway, I, I have the bottle of bourbon there is, ready to go. The there is a trend that I've noticed over the years. We love you, John. But, we really but ser- do. But seriously, best date of my entire life last Friday, like, like bar none. So, so I've got a really expensive bottle of bourbon just in case. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to say, you know what? I bet it goes well. I think you guys sound like you have a connection. And hopefully she's not crazy. And hopefully you're not too crazy. She plays video games. Okay. We already know John's crazy. Don't she's I know. The... It's... Okay. Everyone is crazy. It's all about finding the right kind of crazy. Yes. That makes Matching the food. crazy. Exactly. Right. That's what you got. You got to have the right two crazies clicking together. Because like the poles, right? Opposite crazies, they push each other away fast. Right. Well, hopefully only one of us has a <laughs> Oh my God! Yes, John, that is John, my one blue John, joke for the year, right John. there. Done, John. Yes. Good Lord, man. Crass. All right, all right, all right. I recommend. I, you're, you're telling me that you're crass. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's yeah. There you go. I would recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Uh, <laughs> Links to all our social media at the top of the page, comic book reviews by a good friend, Kristen, and so much more. Yes, I hope to be uh, keeping this site more active this year. That's that's my goal for 2023. So You put out more articles? Yes, yes. The last hmm. thing I wrote was about the, the firing of Henry Cavill, and <laughs> I got to get back onto that. So... <laughs> That may or may not be true still. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, and, and that's it. I don't have any recommendations right now other than if you haven't watched it yet, go watch Wednesday. It's going to get a second season. I enjoyed it. You know, the other thing that I've been watching is old episodes of the Great British Breaking Show because I'm boring. Uh, <laughs> that's it. So on that note, as always, thanks for listening. 
and don't let your cape get caught in the door. Have a good week.